This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center, the show where we discuss the tools and techniques you need to be at the forefront of the ever-evolving world of business. This is Audrey Raj. Now, Bill Gates once said, and I quote, if I were down to my last dollar, I'd spend it on PR. Yet, despite all its achievements, there is still a poor perception of public relations. Many view it as the next best thing, but just not as good as marketing and advertising. The reason? Well, according to the folks at media intelligence solutions company Karma Asia, PR continues to be underestimated because many find it difficult to provide concrete evidence of PR's contribution to business success. And this is due to the lack of understanding of how to properly define and measure the ROIs of PR efforts. And that's why we have Jeremiah Rodriguez, Client Service Manager at Karma Asia on the show with us today. Today, to talk to us about measuring PR like a pro. Jeremiah, welcome to Resource Centre. Hi, Audrey. Good to, good to be here. <laughs> now, Jeremiah, let's start with uh, differentiating the two. You know, what constitutes PR today and what gets bundled into m or marketing and advertising? Basically, when you talk about PR today, you know, the media landscape itself is vast, you know, and it's constantly growing, you know. There was a report uh, done by Google and Tomasi last year, which stated that 40 million people started using the internet alone, you know, versus the last previous five years, which was only 100 million. So it, it, we have a lot of media currently available to us. And how does it differentiate from marketing and advertising is that basically you're talking about earn, own, and media, those, those types of forms of media, all right? And to me, all these media are equally important because each media has its role to play. You know, you have your own media, which is basically media which you have full control of, you know, and the more own media channels which you have, you can increase your digital footprint, footprint here, you know, basically increasing your market share. And then you have your paid media, which is a great way to promote content in order to push more earned media. You know, so at the end of the day, if you look at it this way, if you're looking at your own media plus your paid media and what you get in return is the earned media. And this is what drives traffic, you know, engagement and sentiment around your brand. Okay, so let's focus on earned media. Now, why is earned media important and what advantages does earned media have over paid media? All right. So as I mentioned earlier, when when we talk about each media specifically, you know, each media has their role to play, and the importance of earned media, I would say, is basically it shows you how effective your communication has been. All right, because that's a result of whichever activities you're doing, be it on your own channels, be it through paid publications, paid print, you know, those kind of things. That is what earned media tends to show off, you know, it shows how effective and whether people know your brand, you know, that's what the, what the goal is at the end of the day, yeah. So here's the thing, back when I uh, was in school, when I studied communications, right, we were always told that uh, earned media and paid media, marketing and advertising and public relations, they're supposed to support each other. Yeah, they're, it's, it's not really symbiotic, but they play a supportive role towards each other. Why then do we notice in the market today, 
that everyone continues to focus on marketing and advertising. You know, um, has marketing and advertising really grown to be more powerful uh, than earned media in, in today's world? I would say to a certain degree, you know, marketing and advertising has their role to play, you know, and then, and without marketing and advertising, you know, where and how does your brand, how does your communication get out there, you know, you, people need to know uh, what is your brand about or what is your objective or what is your goal in terms of what you want to deliver and educate your, your people essentially, right? So that is why, like, like you mentioned, right? It's a supporting role, you know. So there needs to be marketing, a sufficient amount of marketing, a sufficient amount of advertising to educate the consumers, you know, in terms of your brand. And that's what generates earned media because you can you can approach, for example, the star, right? Publish an article. And then next thing you know, other media publications tends to pick it up and that mm. generates earned media. So all in all, all crucial, I would say. <laughs> okay. So um, let's talk about uh, PR specifically. Um, are there major issues uh, that businesses face when engaging in a PR campaign? One of the, I would say, there are few pain, pain points, I would say, instead of issues, you mm-hmm. know, firstly is how effective their communication uh, is being sent out, you know, and how effectively it is being measured. You know, when you talk about brands approaching a PR campaign, it can be uh, basically by reputation-wise, you know, they're basically trying to ensure that their brand's reputation is at place or maybe it's something like a new launch of a product and they want to create awareness around the product. You know, these are kind of like the the, 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 the pain points which brands usually approach PR campaigns for. And the main issue is with these uh, businesses is they tend to focus on the quantitative outputs, you know, that being said, you're looking at basically numbers, you know, what is my volume, you know, how many articles I have out there, what is the impressions that I'm getting, you know, what is my AVEs, what is my PR, those are basically all quantitative outputs, instead of rather focusing on what we believe is much more uh, important, which is the qualitative or the outcomes, or how has your communication brought change to your audience, now, those are the things that are key to any PR campaign, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. What kind of change are we looking at here? What kind of change um, should we aim for? Change can be subjective because at the end of the day, it boils down to the objective of the particular PR campaign, I would say. Yeah. So depending on your objective, it can be sales-driven, for example, right? So that's when... You can see the change in your sales numbers, you know, instead of just looking at the volume or the count or those kind. Those are more valuable, I would say, metrics to to look out for. Yeah. Okay. Speaking about uh, metrics, um, what are some essential metrics that all businesses engaging in PR should know and should try and incorporate into their campaigns? Yes. It's a very good question. You know, a lot of businesses, uh, even in Karma here, uh, we get questions like this asked, so what metrics should I look out for? And this is one of the challenges uh, we all face in when it comes to the PR world is trying to provide a value into the PR world that we just done. You know, but the reality, there is no single matrix that can be fitted for all, right? The reason being because each business has their own objective. 
but has their own goals, you know. And if you look at the Asia market, you know, uh, in comparison with maybe Europe or the US markets, here in Malaysia, we still tend to stick to the vanity metrics, which is all your outputs, your engagement, your potential, your reach. And it's very hard to shift them towards a much more qualitative approach where you look at, all right, you're basically you're running a campaign now. What are the, the topics around the particular campaign? What are the people saying about the campaign? You know, how do they feel? You know, what is your share voice? Those are the, the important metrics that we should be actually looking out for instead of the vanity metrics. Just picking up from where you left off, share of voice, how do you measure something like that? Right, so basically when it comes to share of voice, a share of voice is, in other words, when you have your share of voice, you're also looking at your market share. Right. The more people speak about you, the more people know your brand, you know, that leads to basically more reputation for your brand. You know, so this all can be measured. We have tools and technology for this, you know, but at the end of the day, uh, we need the human element to kind of translate those data. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break now for some messages. But when we come back, we get more into vanity metrics, how to choose the right PR metrics. And uh, of course, we'll talk a bit more about Karma Asia as well. You're listening to Resource Center. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Beating Fickle Mindsets. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. And we're back. This is Resource Center. My name is Audrey Raj. Jeremiah Rodriguez, Client Service Manager at Karma Asia, is online with me right now. And we are talking about measuring public relations like a pro. Uh, now, before we move on, Jeremiah, can you maybe tell us a bit about Karma Asia and the work you guys do? Basically, in Karma Asia, we've been around the industry for about nearly 40 years. We are a global media intelligence company. Uh, we help monitor, measure and analyze communications for organizations so that they can make better business decisions. Yeah. And I assume that you're uh, working from home today, Jeremiah, because there's a bit of drilling going on in the background. Yes, yes. Part of the new norm working from home these days. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Drilling in the background for you and the grass cutter in the background for me. Right. So uh, coming back to our conversation uh, on metrics when it comes to measuring uh, public relations, um, how do we identify and define goals uh, for a PR campaign to make it measurable? Because this is something you're going to have to uh, start thinking about from the get go. Right. So how do we yes. do that? Yes, correct. So like all good measurement uh, analysis or how you want to measure your communication effectively, you know, it should start with clear organizational objective. Organizational objective is basically what are your company goals, you know, from a broad perspective, you know. Is it basically provide awareness, your reputation, those kind of things. You know, and once you have a good sense of your company goals, that's when you can start building your communication objectives, right? And communication objective should always relate or align together with your uh, organizational objective. And, and these communication objective, how do we set, how do we define, you know, 
similar to how you think of your basically your KPI as a company in a company, right? It needs to be smart, right? So it needs to be specific, measurable, attainable, right? Really, uh, realistic, and of course, last but not least, time based. Yes. Right. And um, do you think you can give us some examples of like clearly defined smart um, goals for a PR campaign? Mm, Just yeah, off the top sure. of your head, if you have that. Yeah, no worries, no worries. So one of the common, I would say, goals or objective is to increase brand awareness, right? But there is a key importance between goals and also objective, all right? A goal can be sort of like an aspiration, right? So my goal is to increase my brand awareness, all right? But my objective right, is to increase my brand awareness by 20%. Mm. So there has to be a measure of impact. You know, so that's the clear difference uh, between these two particular objectives and goals. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm just thinking about what it used to be like, say, 20 years ago. You know, back in the day, it was easy to um, kind of gauge the value of media coverage coming from your traditional media. You know, um, I guess the people in PR would determine a campaign success by uh, maybe measuring the number of newspaper articles uh, that came out. And the, and the metrics were relatively easy to follow and to keep track of, right? But now, now we have social media, uh, online advertising. We have so many other digital touch points. And, and we live in a world that produces all sorts of data and not all data are equal when it comes to a PR campaign, right? So how do we choose the right PR metrics when it comes to data, you know, this online world, one that ones that bring true value to your campaign. Mm. So essentially when 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 we talk about measuring how effective your communication is, you know, the key thing is always planning, right? Fundamentally it's still the same. All right. It's just the only difference now is we have a vast amount of data available to us in a vast amount of media lens. But when you look at the fundamentals, you know, you need to look at what are your objectives. All right. Based on your objective, then you start building out your target audience, you know, you start planning your activities, you know, and once you get that all sorted it out and then once you start delivering it out, you know, that's when you get your outputs. So like you mentioned earlier, all your print clippings all the number of clicks, your likes, you know, those kind of things, those are all what we call it as outputs, you know. And then what do we do with all these outputs and how do we take it to the next step? You know, that's how you measure the outcomes from those outputs and how you measure those outcomes. Essentially, is basically you look at how your audience responses, you know. Was there any call to action in your outputs, you know? That's when you need to, take note of. For example, I give you, maybe I'm launching a product here that is a drink product, right? So, and it's a brand and there's a tagline, you know, and then the communication, you know, it basically advises the the consumers, you know, to tag this, to tag that, you know, put this hashtag in. So those are the things that you can see some reaction from your communication. So, so those are the outcomes which you tend to look out for, you know, but at the end of the day, what impact has it brought to your organization? Has the sales gone up? So those are the overall, fundamentally, it remains the same. It's just the data and the media landscape has substantially grown and it's still constantly growing. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Now, um, you mentioned earlier likes uh, and impressions, um, but aren't those 
considered vanity metrics to a certain extent? And and are there certain vanity metrics that uh, PR professionals should possibly stay away from? You know, the stuff that really don't bring any value to your PR campaign. Yes. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, vanity metrics, I would say, falls under quantitative metrics, right? It's just number space. You know, they, they don't provide any additional insights in terms of behind what's behind those numbers. But to measure a, a, an effective uh, communication or a campaign, it's always a good approach to practice both of these together. So there is a combination of quantitative and also qualitative. This will give you a better sense of the data which we are receiving, right? Yes, we can. Re- I've got hundred thousand over likes, you know. But what does that likes mean? How does it translate? So these are the th- things that we also need to look into, at, not just stop at the likes and then that's it, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's really uh, great to look at the likes, but, you know, what does that really mean? You know, what kind of engagement yeah. does that really bring, right? right? Mm-hmm. So we've spoken a lot about the campaign itself, but what happens post-campaign? Um, how do you leverage the campaign's results um, to create valuable insights for, for your business? Yeah, so when it comes to post-campaign, right, uh, again, you know, Planning is the key, right? So in order to have a successful post-campaign results, right, it needs to start from the beginning, right? There needs to be clear objectives set, and these objectives needs to be smart, all right? From there, you start building out your activities, you start building out who is your target audience, you know, what is the strategy behind? Is there any call for action in your activities? So these are the things that we can actually get to measure in the post campaign. You know, we, in Karma here, we have various clients, you know, approaches, you know, some midway through the campaign, you know, some already done their campaign, but, and then they want to come and measure in in terms of how successful they were. But certain times you can see that certain elements are missing. There's no clear objective. There was no call to action. So this will kind of like impact how effectively the communication was measured. You know, that, 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 that I would say, yeah. Right. All right. Uh, we're about to wrap up here, Jeremiah. But just before we go, maybe I can get um, key takeaways uh, from our conversation today. Three things you want uh, our listeners to take away from our conversation today when it comes to measuring uh, PR like a pro. I would say the number one takeaway would be when it comes to PR campaign right, is basically planning. Without any clear plans or strategic planning in place of your campaigns, you know, it's very difficult towards the end where you want to try to measure it correctly or effectively. All right. And these planning stages include preparation stage, which is setting your objectives. You know, objectives needs to be clear, objectives needs to be smart. You know, and then the next stage is who are your audience? You know, how are you going to go and track them? which channels you should approach them, all right? Once you have that set, then you can start building your activities around it. And in these activities, what is the call for action? You know, because you do not want to just spread news out, but there is nothing for the, the, for the consumer to actually get or do, all right? This is important because when it comes to the measurement part of it, this is what we actually can take into account. You know, that's how we can measure how effective your communication is, yeah. And I would like to also add, you know, there is a great, there's a lot of tools out there, all right? 
And one particular tool you can go is uh, amecorg.com, which is A-M-E-C-O-R-G.com, which provide tons of free tools for organizations to use in to help their planning in terms of how effectively they want to measure their communications, you know, yeah. Right. And um, if our listeners would like more information on Karma Asia or to get in touch with uh, you and your team, Jeremiah, is there a website that they can go to? Yes, you can head over to karma.com, which is C-I-R-M-A.com. Right. And if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app. That's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Jeremiah Rodriguez, Client Service Manager at Karma Asia uh, on measuring PR like a pro. Uh, this is Audrey Raj. Thank you for listening to Resource Center, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.